Hi, I'm Justin Prince. I'm Kevin Heydrich. Cat Jeter. And we are the directors of Tacoma Hemp Fest 2 coming up this Saturday in Wright Park, Tacoma. You're surfing through another dimension. A dimension of podcasts and real-time streaming. Of content both live and, quote-unquote, on tape. It covers Washington, Oregon, B.C., and even Idaho. Existing between the summit of man's technology and the depths of his cave. There's the web banner up ahead. Your next stop, the Northwest Convergence Zone. I like to stay up the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to part two of the Northwest Convergence Zone, where everything feels groovy and everybody has smiles on their Hour faces. Hour number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I love hearing that girl trouble, man. Oh, I can't wait. They're, you know, they're in hiatus right now because they're working on a new CD, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, talked to Bon, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. And... Um, she says they're going back to old school yes. to just the raw <laughs> sound of girl trouble. I can't wait till that thing drops. So now we're talking. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then they're going to start playing, playing again. So we're looking forward to that. It should be uh, end of summer, I think, is when they're going to start, uh, you know, ripping it up around the sound again. So, uh, hey, welcome back to part two. And this is all about Hemp Fest. There's a big festival going on. In Wrights Park on Saturday. Tacoma Hemp Fest. Here in Tacoma, the Tacoma Hemp Fest number due. People get confused, you know what I mean, not, about not the whole get, Hemp Fest. I know. Up here no, is like, oh, this Seattle? Is, this is the best Hemp Fest. There's no doubt about it. Um, I'll, I'll been, agree. I, I've I'll been agree. to the Seattle Hemp Fest. It was cool back in the day, but it's gotten all corporate and it's boring. I tell you, really, it's a boring deal now. Got bumper shoddy? <laughs> yeah, it's just something. They yeah. lost something. And this one's fresh, it's new, and it's it's a lot of fun. I do want to remind the folks that you can hear us on Stitcher. Stitcher, Stitcher. Stitcher is a, it's a, you just go to our website, download it, and you can hear us on Stitcher. Stitcher I don't even know what the hell it is, really. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never downloaded it, I've never mm-hmm. used it, but apparently it works well. Cause, so uh, that you can so, listen on your phone. Right? Yeah, that's Stitcher. it. Stitcher. My phone's antiquated, and so therefore I've not downloaded it. Yeah, you it. still have the brick. <laughs> Uh, but Actually, anyway, he, he winds it up like an old World War II, uh, yeah. you know, phone. But yeah. thanks to the no, thanks to the Stitcher folks, they're very cool, <laughs> and uh, they have hooked that up for us. And uh, if you want to c- catch us on your phone anytime, you just hit that Stitcher button, download it, and off you go. All right, let's. We got you know full hour here. We're gonna roll right into it. This is our Hemp Fest special. Could I get more of me? <laughs> That's probably She said She 
All right, everybody, that's Tyrannosaurus Grace with their song Chemistry, and they are going to be heavily involved in a little event. Actually, it's a big event that's going to be coming up on Saturday in Tacoma. A lot of stuff going on Saturday in Tacoma, but there's one place you got to be at, and that is down at Wrights Park in downtown because Hemp Fest 2 will be, Tacoma's Hemp Fest 2 will be taking place, and we have... A lot of the folks that are involved in it, and we're going to dedicate quite a bit of time talking about the Hemp Fest and because uh, it was such a success last year, and we had such a good time. It was so much fun. We were blessed with beautiful weather. Uh, everybody was cool. The, the music was great, and, and everyone was just having a great time, and so we're hoping for round two to be even better, and we have Justin, Kevin, and Kat here, and you guys, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Carol. Thank you. It's good to have you guys. Justin, now you are, uh, from what I understand, the uh, the brain, the the idea master behind Hemp Fest. Uh, tell us how, you know, tell us how that came about um, and just the whole logistics from idea to actual reality. Well, uh, let's see. After I had started the Tacoma Hemp Company in November of 2009 as the first access point, uh, we kept seeing that there was a need for a different vision of a hemp fest than uh, Seattle has to offer. Seattle's become pretty much a recreational only kind of event. I mean, they try to have the focus on uh, education and the industrial and medical uses and things like that. But a lot of people look to it as just a big excuse to just go hang out and, and smoke recreationally or use <laughs> recreationally for the weekend. And that's fine. You know, there's there's plenty of, of room for that. But what we didn't see being addressed was the direct medical uh, need and the education that's that's involved in, in trying to get the public perception to change uh, and break away from the stoner stereotypes. And uh, we've discovered that it's a little bit harder than we thought it was going to be. But uh, we're, we're making some progress and we're making some headway. And we had a really good start last year. And uh, the community is on board with, with what we're doing and where we're going with it. And, and we're hoping to continue that this year. Yeah, let's go back to last year because that was the, the very first one. I think it caught a lot of people off guard. A lot of people were surprised that Tacoma, A, would even put up with a hemp fest. We pulled it off. Yeah. And, and B, at, in Wrights Park of all places, you know, that's mm-hmm. like... Uh, go big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so... When you first approached uh, the, the, I assume you had to fill out permits, talk to maybe the city council or whoever, what was their initial reaction on that? Uh, actually, we didn't have to approach the city council. We had to work uh, directly with the parks department, which is a completely <laughs> nice. separate end of things. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, trying, to, trying to figure out and navigate oh, the ways Lord. around uh, the city council and, and all the things that we've had to do for permits uh, just involved with this event has been quite an eye-opener. Uh, there's a lot of changes that we're going to be working for for next year's event to uh, kind of help reduce our costs. And I, I think we found some ways that we can address that um, <laughs> after our event happens this Saturday. <laughs> um, but yeah, last year I kind of concepted it uh, in April and actually ran into Cat Jeter at the Java Jive benefit that was going on for uh, quite a few of the local bands and things like that, helping things out. A fateful meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so between April, uh, what was that, April 2nd? Yes, it was. Uh, to June 25th last or June 26th last year. Uh, that's how long it took us to, to figure things out and get it all together and Made it happen. These um, folks have their dates down, even. I know that yeah. was tripping on that too. I, seriously, I still. I know because you guys had to remind Justin. When I think about it. <laughs> you guys had to remind Justin it was Sunday like eight times. Well, in the last yeah, but guess what? I'm here. I know. Obviously, better with numbers. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, it, it was a it was a fantastic event last year. I was down. A lot of us, we were all down at it, 
Um, well, you were a big part of it. You oh, yeah. helped us stage about, it at the last yeah, minute as it was that. falling apart. You were part of the community that made it happen. We yeah. enjoy being part of the about. community. Yeah, it is a it, that's that's a very good point. It is a very community oriented uh, event and activity, probably more so than any other event that goes on. We have the Taste here. We have Urban Arts Fest, and we have Grit. We have a lot of different festivals that take place in Tacoma. This is one that really has a community feel to it, and it's for the community. A lot of people out there who uh, came, you know, just wandered in from uh, around the downtown area who didn't know what the hell was going on were immediately (laughs) engrossed by it and hung out all damn day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had a lot of families involved, and that was was what we're we're hoping for. Um, You know, we we want a place where people can go. I mean, all the parks in Tacoma are now non-smoking parks, so just in case you're wondering why our event isn't a big smoke fest, (laughs) it's because we don't want everybody coming through to get a $75 fine or risk a jail term. You know, it's like... Don't give the Tacoma police a reason to hassle you, and they won't. That's yeah. that's as simple as we can make it for you. You know, plan accordingly. Don't show up thinking that you're just going to be able to smoke with impunity like you can in Seattle. It's not legal in Seattle either, folks. It's just the lowest enforcement priority. That's what we're trying to do with Tacoma Initiative One, as well. They'll be represented. Um, you know, they'll have a booth uh, available at our Tacoma Hemp Fest. You can go. You can sign. Sign up. We only need four thousand signatures to get this thing on the ballot this year. This is going to be something we'll be able to do that day if we have to. If oh, we yeah. Don't well. Have the signatures. Yeah, by I don't think so, it'll be a problem. Done. You know, uh, over. Yeah, the uh, the the whole no smoking thing took a lot of people off guard last year. It oh did. yeah, <laughs> it did. And it, I mean, it took it took me off guard too. I spent most of my day actually wandering around asking people, "Hey, don't smoke." I saw Not because that. I was trying to be a you know yeah. some sort of rule enforcer or anything like that. I was just trying to make sure that we had no hassles with the police, no issues, no, nothing for anybody to point to to keep us from being able to have a second event. Well, and it worked. We, have, we had yeah. zero arrests for last year. There were no recorded police incidents. No, there were not. So there's nothing for the, the police to point to. Did the cops have a good time? Uh, apparently they did because apparently they're bringing a couple of their friends along this year that we get to pay for sure, for the day. I, I heard that. So <laughs> that, that was really swell of them. We're really happy. They get to, yeah. Yeah. Do you have yeah. to pay to have that helicopter hovering above? Uh, uh, it depends. If they held the helicopter helicopter out that day i'm pretty sure we'll be getting the bell so yeah I would can't think you, so. if, if you whoa right park right park no smoking uh, that's just no smoking period i mean no, they're not actually talking right. about weed today tobacco, cigarettes tomorrow yeah. uh, there's no Pipe, yeah, there's tobacco no you know old no old men with their pipes and no incense. well and who wants to smoke around kids anyways exactly. again it's family i mean we are a cannabis nation uh, the government can continue to deny it all they want but in fact we show that the demographics have swung. We're merely fighting over the middle ground now. We're merely trying to demonstrate what is out there in terms of, you know, you want to call someone a big old stoner? Well, hey, start with me. You know, you I'm big one old of, stoner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm one of those people. I'm looking for a shirt that says cannabis leads to harder things. In my case, passing the CPA exam the first time. Okay, <laughs> you know, it's it's not a it's not a on the couch, you know, or live life either or choice. Uh, in my case, I've come back to choice, it. yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't drink much at all. I mm-hmm. just think, you know, it's a much better recreational option. I think it's a much better medicinal option for me. And so, you know, in terms of raising people's awareness, we certainly saw that gay rights progressed uh, they're caused by everyone stepping out and saying, hey, talk about me. So my green door is off. If you want to talk about cannabis, sure, talk about me. I'll put my life up as one that's been exemplary-led. Nice. Mm-hmm. 
So, and she's one of the most wonderful people I know. Absolutely. Aren't you yeah. kind? Yeah. I think the same well, with you all. I think oh. everybody that knows her thinks that. Now, what are some of the... Um, what are some of the legal issues that will be addressed this year at the Tacoma Hemp Fest? Because I know last year you got up and uh, in between so- several of the bands talked about different you know issues. There were people with uh, you could sign petitions. There were information booths about different um, you know legislation, leg- legislative bills and laws that were trying to be passed. What's on the docket this year? Uh, this year we've got a couple things going on that we're trying to focus on specifically. Um, Initiative 1149 is the statewide legalization effort uh, led by Sensible Washington. Um, that one's doing pretty well as far as signatures. We've got you know a couple of weeks left to do the big last signature drive push. Uh, now that the weather's finally warming up, that'll really help things a lot. Uh, the citywide one that we have is Tacoma Initiative 1. That's to make cannabis the lowest police enforcement priority. Um, there's going to be quite a few other uh, separate issues that are on the ballot. I don't know exactly who's going to show up, but I mean, basically, look out for a lot of the other petitions. that are going to be there that, that day, but uh, those ones that are cannabis-related specifically, those are volunteer-led efforts. Those are not paid signature gatherers, so we're really hoping that people are going to make sure if you sign anything that day, before you pay somebody else with your signature, please sign these things and help quit making <clears throat> you know cannabis users into criminals. And that's, that's what we're concerned with primarily. So right. whatever else anybody wants to show up and try to get you to sign, those are the ones that we really want people to pay attention to. That yeah, day. read them. You know, ask yeah. them, what is this about? Yeah, ask them questions. And understand that a lot of those people that are out there gathering signatures, if it's not for those specific campaigns, those are paid signature gatherers. Yeah. You know, well, so. <laughs> understand what 1149 is about. Essentially, it's a populist mandate that says, we're tired of waiting on government to fix this. It is the last time we checked if we, the populace, weigh in and say, Stop spending money on this, that that is what you have to do, regardless of what the federal government says. Yeah. You know, one, one state is going to step up and do this. Oh, and it's coming. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I we honestly, may as well be it. I honestly feel that if, uh, if we were to go back in time when um, uh, they were first, you know, introducing you know, tobacco or cigarettes and so forth, alcohol, and you had, of course, you know, uh, marijuana and several different uh, things that all of a sudden they were deciding what's going to be legalized and what's not. This, I mean, it's a no brainer that you would it, marijuana compared to alcohol is, is there's should be there. It's no, you know, a marijuana is much better for, as far as so much. The, the effects or whatever, because <clears throat> you're not going to get drunk on marijuana. You're not going to get a belligerent and so forth. Yeah. You might drive too slow. But yeah. that's, you know, you might slow just, down for might, flashing yellow light. But you should, yeah, yeah, you're easily distracted at times. You might stare at the uh, the walk cross sign, you know, crosswalk sign for a while. But no, I mean, but in all seriousness, I, you know, tobacco is so bad for you. Alcohol has such um, negative side effects. And uh, for those who can't handle it. And um, but marijuana actually has a lot of medicinal properties and, and a lot of positive things about it. It's amazing to me how it, it over the course in the history of this nation that it has gotten such the bad rap that it that it that it has. Because you go to other places in the world, if you travel at all, most places don't have a problem with it. It is a low priority. And um, I just I don't, I don't understand it. You know, it's like it's something that grows naturally that you can. And hemp, just hemp as itself, has been used over the decades for lots of you know, clothes, well, ropes, corporate, so, were, and humans interest. have a 10,000 year history. I was just going to say, there other corporate and political yeah. interests involved in doing that. Yeah, and now, that's a whole and, other story, and, too. And they can go yeah. and do all this stuff, and, and people who don't 
really pursue it strongly, you know, it just kind of goes by the wayside and you don't even realize suddenly you have freedoms that are gone. Now, are you guys opposed? Now, when you talk about legalizing uh, marijuana, are you opposed to the legalization and taxing of it? Or you just want it to be, this is just a, anybody can grow whatever, whatever. There's a lot of people that have a lot of different takes on that argument. I'm all for the fastest mechanism for making it legal so that people aren't wasting $160 million in this state pursuing cannabis as a prosecution or you know, wasting police time and effort and energy on this. There's uh, there's actual crimes in the community. If you want to look at drug yeah. issues in the community, I would rather see uh, pharmaceutical drug diversions or thefts or just you know outright sales addressed in in this county. You know, for one, uh, Pierce County did not have a, a meth problem just disappear. It's still out there. <laughs> uh, last time I I checked, it's still probably one of the largest producers on the planet. Um, Whatever they're making differences in on the arrest, they're not making a difference in in where it's going or where it's coming from. Um, so for them to divert all of their their efforts and energy, I mean, they spent you know just a ridiculous amount of time in the last two years on the the first three dispensary owners that opened in Pierce County. Uh, you know, a grand total of twenty seven months between the cases, and then you figure out how many people were involved in each case from the officers involved in in the raids where. You know, they showed up with nine officers at mine. <laughs> at Seriously, each of I'm three so locations. over so, my tax dollars. You know, I mean, for, it, it's a lot yeah. of math involved. And that's that's a lot of time being taken away from, uh, you know, people who have lost children or, you know, people who are just take your pick. There's there's plenty yeah. of actual crimes occurring in this state. My that, car was that, stolen exactly. last year. Exactly. You know? Now, um, before we get back to the, um, the, the the actual event of Hemp Fest, uh, you brought it up, and I've been wanting to ask you some questions about that incident for quite some time. The the arrest that you and whatever you're not comfortable talking about, that's fine. But a lot of people uh, had their eyes on that because when Hemp Fest when Hemp Fest happened, we were all wondering how Tacoma was going to handle this, and and the event <laughs> itself went off fine. Yeah, it was the aftermath. Yep, um, and a lot of us were not surprised to see something crazy go down like that because it's almost like the retaliation for a successful event that they didn't approve of. Bullies. Basically. You know? That's kind of how I looked at so, it too. Yeah. So it t- certainly had that perception. That's the perception to, to, to that the was out public. there. So can you tell us from uh, the one who was being picked on, <laughs> tell us about that moment. She when, when really that... dangerous and scary, man. I, <laughs> I am Tacoma's most dangerous guardian. <laughs> But tell us about that, about the how they came to the house. What, what was going on? Where were you? What I was, was going on? I was sleeping in bed. I woke up to uh, one, two, uh, approximately somewhere between eight and ten officers uh, gathered on my front porch, beating on my door, telling me they had a warrant and I needed to open the door. So as I was coming to the door, that's when they started breaking out bits and pieces of my door, which kind of led me to believe they didn't want me to actually come and open the door. Um, <laughs> they just started busting it down. They just started breaking it down. They wouldn't, they refused to show me the warrant. Apparently don't, <laughs> don't <laughs> convince yourself that uh, the cops are going to wait and show you a warrant in the middle of kicking your doors. They're either going to pull a trigger or they're going to finish kicking your door in or something is going to go horribly awry. It's like, it, just do what they tell you to do. Basically don't try and be a hero because they don't listen they think there's some kind of a paramilitary organization, and they're not. Their training is, oh, I almost hesitate to say laughable, but yeah, they, they don't have, anyway. Um, <laughs> so they come busting in. They came busting in, and apparently they did this at uh, they immediately the throw home you of my down? landlord. No, they made me walk backwards barefoot through the broken glass that they had strewn on my carpet. 
Uh, they impounded my, my dog and one of my cats. They left two of my cats locked oh. inside a house uh, because oh, of the were way they smoking that they, pot too. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they probably would have just waited for me to open the door if that had been happening. Because yeah. see, the way that I treated, the way that every other business owner in, in town was treated was with a letter being sent to their home. They didn't have the police come and kick their door in and render it uninhabitable. Right. Yeah. You know, so I was a little confused about that. I've I've always been really not necessarily eager to work with the city, but I've tried to do what I could to you know follow the permits and get the get the right licenses and do right. all the things yeah. that we were be, supposed to be do above board on all. Yeah, on and all all apparently instances. they really didn't care, so they didn't bother to do much investigation at all because they would have realized that I wasn't a threat to anybody. I would have answered the door, um, but once they kind of get started on their little process, it's kind of hard to stop it. They uh, they kicked in the door of my landlord's house. They uh, did the same thing at the door of my shop where the Tacoma Hemp Company was. Um, I mean, they, they made a mess of, of everything and you know, the, the, the case ended up really going nowhere. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, the next okay. day there was a different business open in the same location that is still open to this day. But they handcuffed you, right? Oh That's yeah. Amazing. And Absolutely. they haul you out. They hauled me out you go without down a for, shirt. You go down for processing. Yeah. I didn't have shoes or a shirt when I was put in the back of the car. They, they probably they bleeding luckily now. gave, you know, let me grab those or brought some out to me. Yeah. Um, I was in jail overnight. I got bailed out by Don Skaki, um, who, was, uh, who was the statewide coordinator for Sensible Washington last year and is now uh, just a cannabis uh, advocate statewide mm -hmm. and internationally. Um so what were the actual charges? They tried to initially charge me with uh, manufacture of a controlled substance, possession with intent to sell, and delivery of a controlled substance. Um, throughout the court case and all that, everything just kept getting reduced further and further. I finally ended up taking a, a plea deal um, after they amended the original charges to be showing as um, possession of marijuana as a misdemeanor and then it was amended down to attempted possession of marijuana as a misdemeanor attempted attempt and now here's, attempt. here's here's the funniest part about all of this i mean apparently according to like five different lawyers that i've spoken with it's it's kind of a it's a legal falsehood that's just it's a convenience to get the case out of sight out of mind and everybody's happy but it still drags meanwhile, me into they get the system to, meanwhile they get to bully you and yeah and yeah, the yeah but i mean here, here's the here's the worst part about it my uh because of the, the concentrates that I require for the pain levels and things like that that I deal with and the stomach issues that I've got, I don't just smoke a joint now and then. I go through roughly, I don't know, probably if I did the measurements on the concentrates, roughly a quarter ounce worth of buds concentrated down into concentrates and the edibles mm -hmm. that I eat and things like that over the course of each individual day. So my recommendation at the time was valid for four and a half pounds at any given point in a 60 day period. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the, the police came to my shop with false papers that are class C felony for you and I to, oh, yeah. to even possess. Sure. It's kind of like going to a, to a pharmacy with a fake prescription. Mm -hmm. Yet when they're in the course of an investigation, they can do whatever they want. So I, you know, in the course of my business, tried to provide a medical patient with six grams of medication and ended up going to jail for it. Which was on the prescription. Uh, well, no, it's not on the prescription. There are no prescriptions. There's only recommendations. Oh, okay. So it was the rec yeah. that was the recommendation handed well, no, you? The, his recommendation was for, you know, good for 24 ounces for a 60-day okay. period. So right. based on the conditions that he described and what we had available, that's what I recommended to him, and that's what he, he decided to go with. And so, you know, for something that if I, if I had been on a street corner and I was just some random drug dealer, right. 
I can't really think of too many cops that are going to waste their time on the paperwork for six grams of a sale. <laughs> and yet this was the pinnacle of nine months of investigation for the Tacoma Police Department. Well, yeah. nine months they had to go bust so down somebody's So that's your tax dollars yeah. hard at work. Everybody <laughs> yeah. sitting in this go room Tacoma help fest, contribute dude. to that. Well, I think so the come thing on that, down and let's, let's make this the lowest police priority yeah, and I instead think, of the circus that it is. I think what bothered a lot of people is, is that it got immediate, immediate press splash. Uh, everybody knew about the arrest. Everybody knew about the immediate charges and everybody. It was just it was all over. And then as it went and as you said, things got dropped lower and lower, and lower. It, it disappeared. And when it finally was said and done, there was no story. No, there isn't. There was never is. There wasn't. Uh, hey, we screwed up. We're sorry. No. Um, this this is how it, te- it turned out and blah, blah, blah. But. We're glad it turned out the way it did, and we're oh, glad that too. we're glad that you're uh, out safe and healthy, and and we have uh, Hemp Fest too. Let's get back into Hemp Fest uh, for a moment, and then we're going to move on to the music section of it because that's a big part of Hemp Fest. Yep. Um, give us the give us just all the the logistics, Kevin. Give us the times, where it's at, uh, what people can expect, and are the cannabis gods bringing sun? Sure. Uh, <laughs> so it is in Wright Park, uh, just north of downtown Tacoma. Uh, and it's from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturday, June 25th, 2011. And so far, the 10-day uh, outlook is showing 69, 70 degrees and partly cloudy nice. uh, with a 20% chance of showers. Uh, so we'll take partly cloudy. Exactly. Yes. You know, we can't always be, you know, get the, the jackpot like we hit last year, but as long as it's not raining, right? That's right. And, this is Tacoma. Uh, We're hardy. We can get out there. Even if it, even if it does uh, shower a bit on us, uh, I will be there in, in my full hippie and, and hipster attire <laughs> ready to rock It rained last year in the morning. It yes, showered on us just briefly. Yeah, yeah, just briefly during setup, right? Um, I think it was even ahead of that, okay. maybe before the. Tell us about there. Uh, how, how many trees. vendors you guys have set up this year. What what can people expect when they come out? Because that, that was one of the cool parts, unexpectedly cool parts for me, was being able to go around and check out all the tables. And there were, uh, yeah, there were tables that were selling, you know, pipes and stuff. But there mm-hmm. were a lot of great. There was great art. There were people selling clothes, clothes and food Jewelry. and. Just some really cool stuff. Burritos. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, the burritos were damn good. He ran out, man. He ran out of food, dude. (laughs) You didn't get to the burrito cart early enough. I can't imagine how much. So, what what, what can we expect on that front? (laughs) We have uh, we have loads of vendors coming into the event uh, this year. Uh, I think more than last year, and certainly more food vendors than we had last year, which is a good thing for (laughs) burrito boy coming back. Yes, burrito boy. The return of burrito boy. We got to interview that guy next Saturday. I want his story from last year. I mean, when you sell everything out of your entire truck. You've made a lot of money that day. You know what I'm saying? Burrito boy, remember that. But we have a uh, yes. Yeah, so we have uh, the the standard tobacco accessories coming back to the the park to be vended, and all sorts of art. We have a band merchandising tent that will be uh, pretty close to the stage, and that's where you can pick up uh, merchandise from any of the bands that will either be at the after parties or any of the bands that are actually cycling members through on the stage. And we'll, right. we'll talk about that again in here in a moment. Uh, we also have the artist alley, which is new this year, where uh, some artisans, you know, they don't have registered businesses, but kind of like an art gallery place mm-hmm. uh, and we're, we're handling credit card and uh, transactions for them and some employees to uh, to make sure that 
that we uh, we account for them properly and get them the money for their art. Nice. So excellent. Yes, and in addition to vendors, we also have the Go Green Information Exchange, where we'll be having all sorts of uh, presentations that that are uh, green in one way or another, whether it's sustainable energy practice, uh, education about the cannabis plant, uh, you know. A lot of nutritional uh, information is going to be available through a, a few of the organic food vendors that have been mm-hmm. in town for quite some time. Um, we're also going to have a, uh, a veterinarian or two on hand to potentially discuss uh, you know, cannabis therapies for, for dogs and cats and things like that because um, we've got quite a few uh, personal <laughs> stories that, that we've heard as, as far as cannabis working really, really well for dogs. Um, but there's there's no studies that have been done yet, so that's where we're looking. I'm to sure get there's a, a lot started. of people in living rooms right now across you know the world. And they're like, oh yeah, my dog he uh, he doesn't mind it now and then. Within reason, of course, everybody's got a story oh, of, of a dog who who Fall ate too much. But yeah, I mean, who, who yeah. doesn't have a story of you know somebody who drank too many beers over the course? Of never, the <laughs> never happens. Uh, it can happen. Well, and that's the whole point here, folks. Is that uh, Hemp Fest is. It's for the family. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of good information. There's also just a lot of booze that you can peruse through. There's going to be great music that you can enjoy. And it's just in Wright Park, man. It's just a lot of fun. And you can bring the kids down. Nobody's going to be smoking in their face. It's not a big, uh, you know, Woodstock hippie drunk fest. It's actually a lot of fun. Double D was there and if Double D's there and <laughs> yeah. had a good time, yep. that's it a huge stamp. It gets Double D's stamp of that's approval. That's Double D's stamp of approval. So we're, hey, NWCZ Radio is going to be there in full force and, and we're really looking forward to it. You guys want to thank you so much for uh, chiming in and uh, we're going to go to a little music break here and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the bands.
All right, that is Flight of Fanuel with an introduction, a great song that we play here on NWCZ Radio. And uh, we're going to go into the musical, the band aspect of Hempfest. And Kevin and Kat, who are really involved in this aspect of it, and they're going to they're gonna continue in our conversation on this. Tell us about, um, you guys took a lot, you took some people by surprise this year. Uh, where there's this big build up to the announcement of who <laughs> who the bands were going to be. The announcement we all, that wasn't. <laughs> we all tuned in to musical yeah. yarns <laughs> on oh, edge. You? We were on edge. Oh yeah, Me people too. were people were paying attention, man. And uh, the announcement came out, and I uh, I think it stunned a lot of people at first. But I I for one have talked to a lot of folks, and they're really warming up to the idea. Tell us about uh, because we, you didn't line up bands per se this year. No. You, you don't have like we found this band, host. that band, that band, that band. Yeah. Uh, tell us what what is the concept and what's going on. Well, I tell you, just every bit uh, every bit as shocked as maybe everyone was by the the announcement of the the Tacoma Hempfest lineup this year. I was shocked by the sheer amount of submissions that we received for the event. We we had over 500 bands submit to play Tacoma Hempfest and some big uh, names too. Some yeah. some big names, and we discussed with some of them uh, early on when we were trying to get uh, some big sponsors on board. Um, and and we, we had 160 bands from Tacoma area alone. Wow. Yeah, I didn't oh. even know that there were 160 bands in Tacoma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we just come, you know, in a circle on. by area code and mm-hmm. said, let's listen to those. And even that was an overwhelming task. Sure. There's so, all, all kinds uh, of genres, too, though. I mean, I mean it was you're, fun. You're Don't get me wrong. This is such a job sure. to have. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, so we, we had we even had a band apply from Algeria, a couple what? from Canada, awesome. and, and some from <laughs> the, 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 the Caribbean. Wow. It, a lot it, of bands we'd like to have had. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, but I like who we've got. So in the end we, it was getting close to announcement time and the uh the city came back to us and and informed us that on one of the longest days of the year they were going to cut back the amount of showtime that we had by uh two hours so nice. we weren't Thank allowed you. to play till nine anymore and we were only allowed to play till seven so at that point you know when you figure you've got eight hours of actual stage time for musical performers and and you've promised stage time to to groups that are that are coming out to to spread the the message about how how uh uh, you know safe cannabis is and and it's it's myriads of uses uh you don't have very much time for musical performance on the stage. Uh, so, so we wanted to get, you know, we were true to the, to the local, the local thoughts. We wanted to get as many musicians as we possibly could onto the stage because Tacoma Hempfest is a great local event where we expect lots of local faces and some faces from, from the region and maybe even nationwide as well. And we want to get their names in front of people because we have a deep, deep pool of talent in Tacoma. And certainly everyone knows there's a deep pool of talent in Seattle. And, you know, it's it's certainly not shallow in Olympia either. Um, So we we thought that that we would try and maximize how many representatives from different groups we could uh, across the stage. So what we have going then is we basically have, uh, uh, what is it? Is it four sections? Four. four segments mm-hmm. where you have uh, a, a host band or a, or a host who is bringing on stage with them through all the different songs people from different bands. Yes, is that kind of how that's going? And they're that's all, it. And, and they're going to be doing uh, collaborative jam collaborative type. jams and yeah. you know expect to hear a lot of standards. 
Yes, I would think <laughs> stuff you've heard through so it, the years at a Tacoma Twist. It all starts off. Uh, I, I thought this was very cool. It starts off at eleven o'clock with the Tacoma Community College uh, ensemble, right? Uh, just one member. One member. Oh, uh, it's just she, one member. Yes. It's not the whole thing. No, she applied and and uh, so she threw her name ensemble? into the into <laughs> the on? into the ring for the national anthem. So it's a solo. Yes, she'll be soloing up on the stage and she'll kick us off, and we'll have a short break while. Uh, while everyone takes their places for the first jam, which is led by Andy Childs. Yeah, Andy Childs, who is in every band in town. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Andy. What a perfect person. Yeah. How could you not have Andrew Childs on there? Because <laughs> seriously, is there a band in town? I think he played it wouldn't in my be band. Tacoma. And I don't have a Tacoma. band. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't even have a band, and, and Andrew Childs plays keys in it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so eleven uh, fifteen to twelve forty-five is the first jam. Yes. And look, uh, so Andrew and Andy is going to be leading. It looks like you have uh, some of the dudes from Trees Without Leaves, Hillbilly Jesus, and the Fun Police on that bill. Correct. It's going to be crazy diverse. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, Hillbilly Jesus. I like. You know, uh, I, I don't know if a lot of people know who those guys are. Oh, they're great. They are <laughs> very, very good. I heard, uh, from what I understand, Jason Flom from Big Wheel, from Big Wheel, from the of Legend of Bigfoot, yeah. is like an unofficial member of that group. He's going to be big. playing with them that morning. That's yeah. what I heard. That's what I heard. That's, That's cool. I saw last saw them with Guns of Nevada. Oh, very good. And then at one fifteen, so there'll be a little break there. One fifteen mm-hmm. to two forty-five is uh, the rhythm and blues jam. Yes. And so uh, this is going to be led by the Malcolm Clark Band. Yes, that's correct. And uh, let's run down who's invited on that. Now, okay, on your site it has uh, you can go to shocktreatmentmanagement.com, which has the whole list of all this stuff. Um, it says invited guests. Does that mean that they're going to be there? If they're on this page, they're confirmed. They're there. Okay, Tim Hall. Yep. I'm Tim Hall, baby. Tim A. Jeff Mason, uh, Darren Warren, Ike Sutton, uh, Johnny Burgess, Glenn Hummel. Kim Archer's going to be there. Long-term uh, players. Stephen Cooley. Yeah, Mark Al Harris. It's going to be. So that's the New rhythm. Players. And, that's the rhythm and blues jam session. So we're going to be. That's going to be leaning more towards. Uh, Blues and so forth. Sure. Rhythm and blues. Uh, right. And yeah. it's worth noting which would be, that I, Which would be why it would be called the rhythm and blues. Hmm. It, leans, it leans that <laughs> way. leans that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it might not fall into that. Sure. It might just be leaning. It's All worth right. noting that they it, just celebrated It didn't fall. Their... It just leaned. Very nice. Nice work. Gold they star for cel- you today. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kat. <laughs> hey, I'll just wait now. <laughs> they just celebrated their 10th anniversary as a band, which, I mean, that's... Who did? The Malcolm Clark Band. Oh, very that's good. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Just a week or two ago, had Mike. a big blowout. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, okay, then a little break, and now we're now we're getting into it. All right? Uh, 3.15 to 4.45 is uh, the, the sweet spot of the day. And uh, I call it the 420 set myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there going to be a pause at the yes. 420? Yes. Why does that? Oh, a moment of silence. Wouldn't be a hemp fest without it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Gimmer, why don't you take over on this one because you're involved in that set? Well, uh, it's it was laid to us, you know, in this jam format, and instead of having just uh, you know kind of a free form deal, we decided we wanted actual some other bands to be able to. Um, get up there and play a few songs, right? You know, I mean, the actual band. Um, because we knew Legend of Bigfoot was getting close to being back in orbit, you know? Mm-hmm. And we wanted them to be able to actually get out there and do their thing and Voxy. So anyways, 
uh, we thought of it like, you know, the old Top of the Pops, where they'd have, uh, you know, everything's backlined, and a band comes up, they play bang, bang, two, three songs, and boom, they're off the stage, next band is up, and, you know, the whole thing is like, hey, we're not playing here all day, people, we're gonna, you know, crack this out, and you're just gonna be bombarded for an hour you know, hour and a half. Yeah, well, you have uh, some dudes from Sweet Kiss, Legend yeah. of Bigfoot, uh, Voxy Vallejo. Yep. Uh, Van- set, sets from all those three. Oh, Van Connor. Little mini sets. Van Connor from Vallis. Yep. Uh, Kim Hamill's going to hop up on stage. That's mm-hmm. always good. Fun Police can be represented. James Coates, uh, some of the Midnight Salvage Company. Adam Green, who we were hanging out with last night. Yep. Uh, the Hard Count. And, uh, of course, Big Wheel Stunt Shoe. We're, and not just yeah, mini sets. Gonna... You've got some collaborative stuff going on. Well, yeah, we're starting Are you off guys serious? With, no, I want to know this, three though. bands played to uh, start for like this 45 a, minutes. And then the last 45 minutes is going to be... This is a one hour and 15... No, this is a one and a half hour deal, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to have to watch these guys. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, there's no doubt we're all. Somebody needs to be pull, on the plug to pull. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Because I'm looking at this lineup, and these are all like stage hogs. <laughs> Every single one of them. <laughs> there is no way this thing he's, is ending in an hour and a half. He's making a valid point, you know. <laughs> no, believe me. Oh, no. <laughs> believe me. Trust me. Well, you know, pull it and then, you know, we're going to get some pushback, I'm certain, from our audience this year, too, because the city has mandated that we have to keep the broadcast. Yeah, well, I think there's going to be a full out riot between at 86 the, decibels. The next jam, That's which like is our the, conversation the hip hop jam. Because they have it backline though, that's gonna a lot of the time that you see get wasted when bands switch out. No. Oh, we're all prepared. We're gonna get it. up there and do it. Stop it, Daryl. <laughs> I'm ready. Because I'm, I'm seeing this thing be... bleed bleed over into the uh, the the very the next jam, which is the hip hop jam, and we're gonna have a riot. No. Because they're gonna be forcing you guys off the stage. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Yeah, okay. this, that made sense uh, now. No, no, I'm just, of course I'm just kidding. You guys, this could be a great set, but yeah. um, that that's a lot of talent rolling through We have some badass, badass songs that are going to be, right. that, I mean, these these collaborations have been, practices have been going for the last, you know, like three weeks with I people in wait. different locations, it's, meeting yeah. here, meeting there, over at the Stunt Cave. And it's uh, we're just all one big happy family be, now. It's going to be yeah, he- bring it. heavy so then, and happy. And you're playing Voxy, right? Mm-hmm. From 5.15 yes. to 6.45, which will be the last set, is the Hip Hop Jam. And you have QDOT and Mr. Vaughn and Skrilla um, and, a, and several others. And City Hall's in there. I know last J-bars. year that went off pretty well, the whole hip hop. Uh, yeah, there was some concern about that, you know. We had a shift in momentum that kind of didn't play to our audience. Yeah. And we thought that we might have been better served if we had let hip hop take the the headline on the show close it out yeah and yeah you know those who are not into the hip hop scene can, can choose go. to pack it up and those like me you know grandma keeps rocking to the hip hop too so. <laughs> and it's not in late into the night either you be down there no. yeah. you know, Six forty five. you gotta wrap it up cause you gotta have all that stuff and out of there by 7 uh, now crowd performers this is an inter- interesting category uh, tell me about this cause it has listed uh, the fun police humble um, Tabitha Andrew um, Kathy Marcote I'm probably butchering these names Deanna Riley what's that about where's Vicky 
They are um, jugglers and stilt walkers and Deanna's a fire fire yes fire throwers and hula hoop artists. They plan on doing Mm -hmm. interactive hula hoop. We have um, interactive hula hoop. Yes, we have a new edition. Kind of naughty. (laughs) 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 Well, I think you all get your own hula hoop, but you know, teaching again with the family friendly, something that kids can participate in, and you know, we want everyone to enjoy. And I think we have uh, some folks from a yoga studio who are going to be doing a couple of presentations yeah they they, they may be uh, coming to the event there for still. interacting nice. yeah, yeah we're still all right so get your yoga on event. the uh, the fun police will be making sure to uh highlight the hilarity of any events that might transpire. somebody's got to be dressed as a jester we have to find someone to dress as you, a jester you've been isn't chosen. that the police no <laughs> i think i think we need to get justin dressed uh, as a jester all right so that's that's basically the music lineup for the day and i mean like i said there's there's a lot of events going on around town on saturday and uh but this is the one to be at if you uh if you want some great music and even if you're not into the whole uh hemp aspect of this which how could you not be well, there's some people who aren't, but they're into music and they like good live local music. And this is about, well, this is as good as it gets right here in Tacoma. This is this is a power packed afternoon, and uh, but it won't be over mm-hmm. at seven o'clock. Oh no, God! No. So let's go for a music break right here with some band called Big Stunt Show. I love this song. We'll be right back. Big Wheel Stunt Show right there, rocking it out with the Red List, Blue List, which I understand Voxy is going to be rocking that song. Yes. Oh, sweet. I am looking so forward to that. I understand. Were were we supposed to let that out? Why not? We did it live Friday night down Olympia. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's public. It's public. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. We snuck. It was a sneak preview. It was a a last minute kind of thing. I get the spontaneity. All right, you, don't get, so, you, don't, you don't get a dry run like that too often. You know what I mean? Where you're like, right, oh, right. 
So another aspect, uh, a popular aspect last year of the Hemp Fest were the after parties because, <laughs> you know, you can, you know, you it's very family friendly when you're down in Wrights Park. And, and I was just reminded, and this is a very good point, they have finished that whole kids play area and kind of the waiting pool type thing. Yes. Which is going to be very cool in many ways. Evan was just out, down there today and he said it, it just blew his naked. mind. Naked. Well, no, he'd be in jail because not that it would be a naked man, because people would think that it was a werewolf running through That's the park. Exactly, <laughs> it was like you know, American werewolf in Tacoma. Yeah, I heard the last rock pit, and it was. Uh, <laughs> I did too. It was a full moon recently. I was concerned was, for Evan. But, you were uh, concerned. Yeah. Wonder Boy shaking his head. I'm a really, really, really white Norwegian guy. He was I mean, coming I for you. I probably look like, you know, sweet pork to him when he's a werewolf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's just another reason to bring the family down because the kids can go hang out. In and the, werewolves. Uh, yeah. With the werewolves and, and, and the kiddie pools and uh, yes. down at the, uh, the the playground area, which what I understand is really super nice. So good job on Wright's Park yeah. getting things back up. They didn't to, screw it up. No, which is <laughs> it took go them to long, Coma. It took go them long to enough. Coma. <laughs> yeah, but last year one of the one of the really popular things um, was the were the after parties uh, when Hempfest closed down. Basically, it's the party scattered into several venues around town, and and it just became a good time for everybody. And so. Uh, I'm putting this putting this out there because if you don't go to Hempfest, let's say you go to the Taste or you go to the Urban Arts Festival or something else. Yeah. Hopefully, you'll just go to everything. Yeah, you might stop in at all of them. Yeah. But but if you if <laughs> you don't, if you don't, and the sun and you know they those they all close shop and you're bored and wandering wandering around wondering what to do, we have lots of options for you. We got some there's some great shows that have been set up. And uh, the first one I want to talk. Well, can we talk about the green cup, or is that a super secret thing? That's uh, you know. We don't have to say where it is. Private thing. That's an invitation only. Yeah, there's, Pretty there's, much. if, if, so if you donate $5,000 right now, that's called an invitation. The, yeah, only you for talk you. To me off <laughs> mic. You I will talk find to me some off gold mic. to trim that with. <laughs> Sometimes it's best to just leave these things to the imagination. You'll get a golden ticket. So there are some super secret shows going on, but let's talk about the ones that everybody can go to. Well, we'd love to talk about the entertainment that's at that show, though, I think. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what? Who's going to be at the Green Cup? For, first of all, if, yes, if, the thing that's not really in existence, if, if we're a not private, talk about. If this thing were to happen, who would be there? If a pri- if a private party like the like the Green Cup sounds like something that you're qualified to get into, yes, there you go. Dig deep on Facebook, you will find contact information. Oh, uh, so the bands that are playing at the Green Cup got to go to the uh, cellar into the back safe. You know, one of the one of the one of the things that I hate about booking shows, especially for a, a monster event like this, uh, is that I end up booking some of my favorite bands that I've discovered <laughs> recently, and I book them into different venues, and then I can only go to one. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> such a problem. So uh, you haven't got uh, that teleportation thing down. Yet, right. right. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so with with the lineup at the Green Cup, uh, we're kicking it off with a uh, psychedelic folk rocker from Portland, uh, Rob Highway, and uh, he's going to be followed by some socially conscious hip hoppers, also from Portland, by the name of Eastern Sons. They got their start in Seattle, but have been down in Portland for a few years now. Crazy good. Yes, they are. Uh, you know, and it's it's uh, it, like I said, socially conscious. It's really entertaining. Um, and last but not least, we got a uh, Port Townsend uh, band, Solvents. 
I like those guys. Oh, they're so mm-hmm. good. Very, very, so very good. good. I call them Nirvana sensibilities with a twist of the cure. Listen to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Well, the one we, uh, we're going to go through, we're going to roll through all of them. But first, I want to get to this one because we have uh, some of the participants in the studio with us. And um, Monster Show. At the Furwood Rock Club, which is where we held our anniversary party. Yep. And it's a great venue. We had a really good time. And uh, if you don't know where it is, it's really easy to find. It's just right down there on, it's like between 7th and 8th. Yeah, it's 732 Pacific. Yeah, on Pacific. It says 732. And when I was telling people, oh, it's on 7th and Pacific, no, that's more like 8th or 9th. It's next to Dorky's Arcade and across the street from Patty Coyne. It still says and the Drake's yep. on the bridge. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the numbering's your, a little crazy down there. You know. Yeah. So anyway, this Landmarks, show, yeah. looks, listen, it's 21 and up, and it's only five bucks. But check this. Listen to this lineup. I'm listening. Not from Brooklyn, who I have not seen, but I understand they are ridiculous ridiculous good. No, they're (laughs) they're not from Brooklyn at all. Uh, 1776, who we play a lot of. Oh, my goodness. They're out of Portland, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we have Jeremy Baxter in here from a killer group, the Flight of Faneuil. Yeah. Local talent. Yes. And then also uh, we have. That's uh, a great lineup. Tyrannosaurus Grace, and we have uh, now Tim. Yeah, we have. I'm sorry. Hello. Yes, we have Tim. Tim. Is Tim's mic on? Check. Yeah, yeah. Tim's there. Hi, Tim. You, Hi. And you guys are from Ellensburg, right? Correct. Yeah. We don't get a lot of Ellensburg bands. There aren't a lot of Ellensburg <laughs> bands. <laughs> you guys kick ass, though. Thank you. We um, try our best. So this lineup, <laughs> not from Brooklyn, Tyrannosaurus Grace, Flight of Faneuil, and seventeen seventy six five bucks at the Firwood. Um, now, Jeremy, you guys have been in, in a little bit of a hiatus, is that right, From the, with the flight? Yeah, we, uh, our last show we played at El Corazon um, January 20-something, um, and this will be our first show since that. Uh, we had some things going on, some family issues, and, uh, <laughs> but, you know. Life was happening. That happened. Yeah, life yeah. was happening. That damn life was like, all right, what do we do? You know, we're all, we're all married and have kids. And, and now for those, like awesome. those who may not be uh, totally familiar with the flight, and like I said, we play a lot of your stuff on NWCC Radio. Get a lot of good response uh, about it. You guys are an instrumental band. Correct. No vocals allowed. No vo- uh, No vocals now. Not not right now. Not that, you know, we'd ever come across a song that, you know, if we wanted to put vocals to it. Tell me know. about, I've heard great reviews about your shows. Tell the people what they are going to, what they will see when they come and witness Flight of Faneuil on the stage. Um, as far as our shows go, um, we played, uh, I don't know, I, I like to see the reviews from other people, but um, I know us as a band, we really put a lot into um, just an emotional experience, you know? So for us as a band, like if you, if you, we want you to watch us and then walk away feeling like you've experienced something, you know? Um, a lot of times there's a lot of great bands that get overlooked when they're just a backdrop to a couple of beers or something. And there's, it, you know, there's a lot of great talent that gets overlooked. Um, but so I mean, for us, like I, that's our thing is just it, we started out just playing in our basement, and someone said you guys should take this live, and I was like, oh okay, I guess we'll do a show, and then it was, it was just started. Oh, you guys have out. a very uh, sort of Pink Floyd uh, art experimental rock sound going. It's like this big Peace sound, oh, yeah. and very uh, very encompassing of the audience. You guys incorporating you know like lights and uh, any kind of uh, stage. 
hand puppets. Experience. Yeah, yeah. you guys. No, hand puppets. That's, huh? that's, cool. that's what we did. I mean, the last few times. I'm, hey, I'm down for anything, you know. Like, cool movie of clouds rolling by. You know, so yeah, that's the, our first show we played um, at New Frontier. Um, we put this video together and we scored the video. Um, we've done that a few times. A lot of venues, um, we can't do the full video stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we usually cool. try to take the focus off of the band members and, and put you somewhere else with the music, you know, being played. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's kind of where, where we're at. And yeah, I mean, as far as our influences, um, I would have never thought I'd be in a band where, you know, our drummer came from a, you know, his, he loves heavy metal, you know, um, our guitarist Preston, he's a a jazz Latin influence and we have a real Mm. solid bass player and I'm just a huge shoegazer like what kind of noises can I do with this guitar <laughs> type thing? And it works really well. I mean, it's no drama and it's just, we, we all are great friends and we respect each other as musicians. And, um, we really, each member puts a lot into what we have. Do you guys have a recording project going on right now or anything? Um, yeah, we do. We, we are going to be doing a, a new EP. Uh, we just released, um, another song on our Facebook it was just recorded live at the art Institute. Um, song called Fifth Seal. I'm getting a lot of great feedback on it. Very um, different from anything else that we've done. Um, and then uh, we're getting a lot of, I guess, Mars Volta feel from it. Um, it's a very mathy song. And it's, uh, I remember our, our Preston brought it to us and it was, we were kind of like, wait, what, what is the count here? And so, yeah. <laughs> so it really stressed Now, how us. did you guys get, uh, did, did you guys sub- submit, um, you know, yourself for consideration or were you approached uh, as far as doing the show? Um, yeah, we, from Sonic Bids, I saw, you know, I just was doing the festivals and we played the after party last year um, with Valis and Legend of Bigfoot which happened to be on my birthday. That was that was an amazing show. I mean, no, that was, oh, from was. a from a crowd standpoint, that was a rad. Was that at the Frontier? Yeah, yeah. New Frontier. I mean, yeah, it was, was just a great frontier, yeah. feel. And I mean, you know, my wife made a replica guitar of my you know, in the form of a birthday cake, <laughs> and like, we shared cake with everybody afterwards. <laughs> it was rad. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're really happy to be on this bill, and um, we just it's just gonna be such a great event. Like all over Tacoma really awesome yeah. well I'm looking forward to getting the uh, your band Flight of Faneuil you guys in here in the studio we can talk more about the ins and outs of who you guys yes. are and what you do and profile your music and stuff but uh, so this is at the Furwood Rock Club uh, which is downtown and show starts at 7 5 bucks 21 and up and also on the bill is Tyrannosaurus Grace, which is a fantastic band out of Ellensburg. And we also play several of their tracks on NWCZ Radio. Tim is here. And, dude, tell us about, tell us about being a band from Ellensburg. Because I love Ellensburg, but I honestly can't remember rolling into town and seeing a local band. Uh, well... It's been easier lately because there's recently been a venue called Raw Space that's opened up. Exactly. And it's actually yes. been pretty awesome. Um, Good. We've had three shows there. You guys own that town now? Um, <laughs> no. We're, we're in, I think, in third place, I'd say. <laughs> so some country cover band? That's... Uh, yeah, there's there's a there's one other act that's a little bit, I think, has a bigger draw than us. Maybe a couple, but what, I don't know. What it's, about it's Heavy different. Metal Mullet? Uh, actually, our bassist is the bassist for heavy metal. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I'm uh, looking at, um, and I have not seen you guys uh, live, but looking at a lot of the pictures off of your uh, Facebook and and different places, it looks like you guys have a lot of fun in your show. That's pretty much the goal for all of us. I mean, growing up, 
the funnest shows were the ones where I could tell the band was into it and I could tell that they were connecting on, on, you know, not, not a level where they were being a showman, you know, they were legitimately having fun. And, uh, I actually had that compliment at our last show and, uh, Rosalind at the brick tavern. Somebody said, you know, you guys just look like you get along really well. It's like, well, we, for we the do, most huh? part we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And I don't want to go into too, too, too much detail. Cause you know, we're having these guys back on the 10th, uh, and, and in the full band form. But, um, do you, being situated right where you're at, do you get, uh, is that a, like, I'm thinking that would be a perfect spot for a band because it's not too far to come over and play in the sound area, you know, Tacoma, Seattle, mm-hmm. and it's really not that far to jet over into Moses Lake, Spokane, and, and some of those areas. Is that working for you guys? Well, um, we're not really sure yet. We've only been playing uh, live since November. Uh, me and Justin, our guitarist, started the project and did it from Michigan and Oregon. But um, so the live performance is not, we don't really know yet. Um, we've played, we know that Portland isn't really worth going to yet because nobody knows who we are. <laughs> and we ended up paying, you know, $300 for the trip. Right. Um, and we haven't headed east yet. Uh, we've had good success in Seattle and we're hoping Tacoma. But I think, we're, oh, I think we played last coming. night in Tacoma for the first time and it was a blast at the New Frontier. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm hoping that we can keep that. How going. would you? How would it you? It's a great show. Yeah, how would you describe to uh, to people um, a your sound and uh, you said you 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 know your bass players in a heavy metal group <laughs> and you have a, I'm sure you guys have lots of different influences, but how how do you guys come together and create the sound that that you guys have? Um, well, it's a lot of different backgrounds. You know, uh, like our drummer, he also is a uh, into metal and jazz. Uh, Buddy Rich is like his his guy. So um, we're all coming from, and then Lakin, who plays guitar and sings, she she comes from a heavily like punk rock background. So we're all kind of just combining that, and I think what we're getting is a pretty cool thing. And I think we finally settled on synth rock. I think that's how we're going to decide. <laughs> because, you know, we, we look up in Reverb Nation, you know, okay, right. let's find pop rock bands, because we have a poppy element to us. But then that would sound more like, you know, Matchbox 20 type stuff. I mean, that's definitely not or us. Or the Beebs. Yeah, so, yeah, the Beebs. <laughs> I do not have Isn't the Isn't he pop rock? Pop rock? I, I, don't, I don't know. Kind of bubble gum. Bubble pop. gum, yeah. <laughs> but, but I think basically, he's a punk. Pop. <laughs> yeah, punk pop with yeah. some synthesizers in there. Uh, it's really hard. It's synth rock, yeah. Synth rock. I feel so. Yeah. Right. I, for it. Makes sense. I like it. I like it. Um uh and I I'm gonna ask it now because I just have to know. I was gonna try to save it for the show, but <laughs> I gotta know how you came up with the name. Um I had a friend who wrote a poem and he was talking about being hung over and walking into a room like a Tyrannosaurus Grace. And uh, I have a background in paleontology, so I thought that was just kind of a cool little fit there. So, oh, paleo. See, I'm writing that down. <laughs> we're going to get into that when you guys get here, that uh, paleo. I want to see the spelling on that. <laughs> uh, on what you write down no, there. No, I can do it. It's Wonder Boy <laughs> I'm worried about. Was the H silent? <laughs> Notice I didn't have him there? write it down for me. <laughs> right. So. All right, well, that's a great show, and that is at the Furwood Rock Club or Rock Lounge. Uh, five bucks, not for Brooklyn, for Tyrannosaurus Grace, Flight of Faneuil, and 1776. You guys, thanks. That's going to be a great show. I think that's the one I'm stopping at. All right, uh, the other ones at the Surreal Ultra Lounge. Uh, Kev? Yes, uh, so the Surreal Ultra Lounge is uh, right next to the Furwood Rock Lounge as well. And that's where the hip-hop show is going to go down, and they've... Uh, Basically, what they've done is they've doubled up their their hip hop set right as soon as uh, as soon as Hempfest is over. You got thirty minutes to boogie on over to the Surreal Ultra Lounge, 
and it's going to be uh, three sets from the Hip Hoppers and five bucks again, uh, 21 and over event, and they're going to be doing that from 7.30 till 9.30, and then the Surreal Ultra Lounge is going to switch back over to its regular Saturday night dance format, which is normally 10 bucks, but if you've already paid, you get back in for free. Oh. So, uh, yeah, there's there's yeah, a little bit of bonus for that. So the regular night is included. All right. And right. then uh, the other big one, uh, I think this is – it's these lineups are insane, man. Thank you. Kevin, we worked hard at it. Yes. <laughs> you guys got to stop this because we can't go to all of these, and we right. want to. No, I do too. All right. At the New Frontier <laughs> Lounge. I'm going to try. Show starts promptly at 8, 21 and up. Five bucks, folks. Come on. You got the Chaos Revolution Theory. You got Monhammer. 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 Argonaut. And that's a great lineup. Crazy shit. <laughs> <a great> lineup. <laughs> but wait. Oh, there's more. But wait. <laughs> <laughs> there's more. Gimmer's Band, the kick-ass Big Wheel Stunt Show is going to be rounding out that night. So four bands for five bucks. That, that's insane, That dude. lineup actually came into being over beers at the Parkway Tavern about three months ago. Why does that not surprise you? And listen, and the, the chances at any of these shows that... You know, people that are going to jump up on stage, other folks from other bands. Oh, we've bands. already got things. Oh, yeah. oh it's yeah. just, it's high. It's going to happen. It's unbelievable. This is, uh, this it is, is high. It is high. That's why I said that. It's and, community. And it's to, a great day to if, be in Tacoma if you're a live music lover. Okay, say you don't and, have five bucks, right? Yeah, keep going. There's you, more. You leave the venue. You're broke because you spent it all at Voxy's art table. Pieces. You barely had enough gas to get around town, get home or whatever. You got to make one stop, and that's at the Stonegate. Yes. Down on South Tacoma Way, what's going on there? Stonegate Pizza is a uh, free show downstairs, and they're, uh, they've got Rob Ragoni, who's a uh, Gig Harbor native and bluesman, and uh, that's followed by Michael Kakoulis and Mark Hall Harris. And then Doug Deems from over at Tacoma.fm uh, will be you doing his... You had to his, put that in there, didn't you? Doing his, his uh, White Center style Turn blues. his mic off. <laughs> Mark Mar- 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 Harris. What going on here? Mark Harris is my percussionist, and Mike Kakoulis mm. is from Malcolm Clark Band. Bass so. player from Malcolm Clark. Uh, so, again, ding dong, it's all, it all comes Isn't together. Isn't there music upstairs? And too? upstairs we have... We have Cashmere after the free show downstairs, and that's going to be... you know, just little Led Zeppelin tribute. Right. Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin tribute. It's sick. Catch your breath downstairs. Yeah. Take a deep cleansing breath with some acoustic. Go up and get Go your ass Go upstairs and off. power out to some Led Zeppelin All tribute. right, folks. So <laughs> it's all there. We'll have the link off of our page to uh, all the information you need for the Tacoma Hemp Fest. That is coming up this Saturday. Everybody needs to be there. It's going to be packed. It's going to be packed. I'm Dress telling sexy. you. Dress sexy. <laughs> yeah. Why will. not? I will. I don't know. Okay, thank I'm gonna you. wear my skirt. Hey, Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about uh, what about what's going on with NWCZ Radio at Hemp That's Fest? Right. Right? Yeah, That's Radio, right. Radio. We'll be there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, They're sponsors. We are part of the sponsorship, and we are in the process. Uh, do we want to announce that? Yes. Do we? Okay. Sure. We're gonna we're gonna stream this bad boy. Awesome. We are gonna stream it from the board. Um, so at some point. We will drop in live from Hempfest, and you will get to hear the action. And uh, when I get off work and get down there, I will be—I'll uh, be on the mic. We'll be grabbing people as they walk by and getting you filled in and up to date. If you can't be there, on what the hell's going on? 
And we'll probably be out and about in the evening as well. And I don't know if we'll be live, but we'll definitely be uh, talking to folks and bringing back a report. You may have Mm -hmm. some of the other uh, DJs from NWCZ Radio drop in. Absolutely. You know, yeah, that would be marvelous. We're going to be doing uh, play-by-plays, you know. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. I can carve out a few minutes like, for that. What did you just see, Chance? You know? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Grandma can be there. Yes. Grandma's going to be on. We'll <laughs> of grab course Kevin. grandma's We'll have there. a grandma timeout. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. We'll have a uh, safety everything. timeout. Grandma's two cents. <laughs> did you wear news. clean underwear? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you bring an extra pair? That's right. <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you so much for all the information. I know we uh, gave you a lot in that segment, but there's a lot going on. And it's, it's like I said, it is a day for everybody. Bring the family. And then afterwards, get a babysitter and come on out yeah. and have a good time with us throughout the city of Tacoma at the best venues in the best town at the best event going on yeah. that day. All right, I want to thank all the folks that were here um to talk up the hemp fest man good i mean times. it's gonna be a good time we want to see everybody down there i know uh, we run a little long so we're just gonna get on out of here i'm big d this is boxy the gamer double d and for the saint wonder boy i want to tell you all thanks so much this has been the northwest conversion zone where all things come together next week we have a full lineup of bands you want to be here this is one of them blame it on the girl yeah. with jezrell see you saturday at the hemp fest This has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.